Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast, where we discuss various leadership topics, team and organizational development ideas, and current leadership challenges and successes. I'm Bill Berthel. And I'm Ralph Simone. Ralph, we've got a great topic today. We want to talk about effective resource allocation. What does that even mean to be effective in allocating our resources in our teams and our organizations? Well, I want to start with what I recognize is an ungrounded assessment. But I believe that many people in most organizations are underutilized, that we are not allocating our resources in the most effective or optimal way. And, And by the way, I want to be clear, I don't mean that people are working 100% of the time, because first of all, I don't think that's sustainable. And it's probably not, you know, really uh, good for their performance over time. Well, I'm glad you said that, because I think most of us feel busy. I know we like to overuse that word of being busy. We've talked in previous podcasts about that idea of being whelmed or overwhelmed. So what do you mean by utilized? Well, I think it's being able to get the job done that's assigned, but also to be thinking about how to do the job differently, Mm. also to be thinking about what doesn't need to get done. So I think when we think about effective utilization of people, there's got to be space for doing, thinking, being, experimenting. And, you know, I mean, you brought up the word busy. You know, we don't like people to use that word because I think the you know, work is the path of least resistance. Mm. But we don't want to just be doing the work. We want to be thinking about the work. I mean, this is how companies get into these big cost overruns or margin erosion or too much overhead. They just kind of add, 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 keep their head down. And we're really not looking at creative ways in which we could utilize the resources that are currently uh, in our employment. So we've got an opportunity to think about how we utilize our people, their talents, their contributions differently in our organizations. Absolutely. I think one of the things that we, why we don't utilize or allocate effectively is that we have many underdeveloped people. Mm. And you know, I, I think there are a lot of go-to people that are overutilized you know, we rely on them, you know, too much. And so we have to kind of look at, well, why aren't we utilizing these people for this? And and I think another reason is that we're risk averse. Think about all of the resistance we get from people around delegation. They say, well, you know, they're they're not ready or I can do it faster or I can do it better. Well, of course, of course, if you've done a particular task for a number of years, you can do it better. But how are we going to scale the organization unless we give other people the opportunity to learn and grow? And I love the two topics you just brought up of perhaps being underdeveloped. I was just talking with a a team of leaders uh, just this week, and they want to grow their leaders and their people. It's not resistance in that space, but it's a competing priority to be able to get things done, right? The, The strategic and the tactical not the strategic versus the tactical. Well, that requires a change in thinking that you you and I have talked about, which is both and. How do we do the strategic and the tactical? How do we execute the work while developing more resources for future execution? One of the things regarding true delegation or giving people an opportunity to step into their potential that I often challenge is, you know, people say, well, they're not ready. I would contend that nobody is ready. Um, 
the first time they do something, right? That you know, you you have to learn, grow, and, and experiment. So if we use that criteria, you know, no one would get promoted. You know, no one would get additional responsibilities. And so I think there's a conservative nature that is underpinning ineffective use of resources. And you're being gracious. Sometimes I'm not ready the second or third time I'm doing the thing. But to your point, it's it's not 100% ready to delegate that off. It's not 100% ready to start thinking differently even, right? We can be creative and experiment in our organizations. And that word experiment, I love, it gives us permission to try to play out a different set of ideas or a different process. We keep resisting what is. We keep saying, yeah. well, if we yeah. work harder, if we have more people, if we, you know, we're, so we keep going back to the, to, to the tried and true, but maybe it's no longer true. So I think we need to think again on this topic. The other thing I think that really causes a lack of effective resource utilization is unclear direction, vision, and goals. Mm. We're so quick to act that people aren't clear on what's important, what's essential, what's unessential, what's unimportant. And so we end up really working on things that don't matter most. And I think this is an example of slowing down to go faster, of really looking at where are we going and how else could we get there? Yeah, you've called it taking that strategic pause so we can be more strategic in aligning what those goals are, what the expectations, so we can be much more intentional on our teams and in our organizations. I can remember an example of the company that was really struggling. They were struggling to hit their margin targets and some somebody from sales said, well, we'll make it up in volume. <laughs> well, mm. not necessarily. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so you just do more of the same, right, as opposed to looking at ways to how could we grow the margin. And that requires this both and, right? Yeah, so we need, to, we need to slow down and go faster. We need to execute and develop. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and another way I think about slowing down is there's over two decades of research showing that less than a 40-hour work week is more productive more effective and healthier for individuals. So I've been practicing that for 31 years. Hey, well, you're ahead of the research. I mean, well, well I usually am. But one, one of the things that happens here is, you know, so if you think about we overwork and so then we become, our utilization actually goes down. Yes. yes. Right. And the, the productivity studies around, you know, every time you get interrupted, it takes longer yeah. to ramp back up. I think they say 20 so, minutes. Yeah. So you could take less time during the week, but be more focused and also be more balanced. Yes. Looking at tactical and strategic, executing and developing. And, you know, the people are amazed at this. But for the last 32 years, I have taken six weeks off. I don't take six weeks of vacation, but it's six weeks out of the business. You already actually force more effective utilization for the time when you are in the business mm. by removing some time and then remove some time out of your day. So instead of working an eight hour day, you work a seven hour day, but you utilize, you know, yourself and your focus, your concentration more effectively. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's so interesting how so often the, uh, the antidote to what's going on is almost in the complement or in the opposite, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about slowing down here. It's about effective utilization is not 100% grinding. It's about 
being able to have those strategic pauses, have time out of the business or out of the work for restorative processes, recreating ourselves, re-energizing ourselves, better focus. And I think there's two things. People aren't taking the time to look at it through different lens. Yeah. I think people are also afraid to do it. You know, the, the courage to experiment, the courage to say, there's got to be a better way. You know, I think we have some ideas as to how it could be better, but there are many ways in which it could be better. But I believe that the belief that there is a better way mm. to utilize our resources in an organization so that we're spreading the load among more people, we're sharing the benefits among more people, and we're actually raising the production capability of the entire organization. So it starts with that permission to believe a little differently, giving yourself the permission to think about it differently and change your mindset. Maybe it's not all at once, right? Where would you experiment? Where would you look for an opportunity to try something different? Well, I think one of the things you need to do is find out what other people are doing. Yeah. You, you, you referenced the research, you know, who's working less than 40 hours and hitting their numbers. And let's find out what it is they're doing. I think too often when I was training uh, Malcolm Baldridge quality examiners, you know, one of the things they looked for in a company is how much benchmarking did they do? Who's out there best in class that utilizes their resources most effectively. And when you ask that question of leaders, they, they don't know. They, they, and, and I said, well, where could you start? So I think beginning to think about who's doing this really, really well and uh, learn from them. I mean, it's modeling. You know, when you teach somebody to ski, you know, one of the best ways to teach a beginner is to have them follow someone who's really good so they can see and mimic and match the moves. Emulate so, that model. Yeah. So who's out there that's doing it really, really well? And what are they doing differently than we are? And where are we willing to start experimenting? I don't think it's as hard as we make it, but mm -hmm. you know, it does require the belief first that there must be a better way. I think our call to action today for leaders is asking them to take a look at their utilization and what would they choose? One small experiment to do something a little creatively, a little different. Yeah, and I would even start with them, if that's what you were mm, suggesting. In other words, look at your week and, <laughs> and start using it a little bit differently. And so you, you said something earlier. I think there's in the business, there's on the business, and then there's out of the business, Yeah. right? You know, go home a little earlier, spend a little bit more time strategically this week, change the math a little bit, and then notice the impact on output. And, you, and, and, and one week may not be enough to run that experiment to see the cause and effect. Be sure to tune in every other week to listen to more Get Emergent podcasts. Thank you. <laughs>